home improvements, home renovations, home maintenance, home repairs, and all the other challenges of home ownership. Welcome to the Thumb and Hammer Home Improvement Podcast. Hello, friends. Have I got a deal for you. My name is Doug. This is the Thumb and Hammer Home Improvement Podcast. And if you're like me, you have searched the internet looking for woodworking plans. Well, what if I told you that you could get 16,000 plans for the low, low price of only $67? Well, there's this guy. His name is Ted Woody McGrath. Now, you know he's legit because after all, his nickname is Woody. So he's obviously a woodworker because every woodworker I know is nicknamed Woody. (laughs) Yeah, right. Anyway, he, he spent decades compiling woodworking plans that he is offering to sell for the low, low price of only $67. Now, consider that most plans sell for around five to 10 bucks each on the internet. How could you possibly go wrong? How, indeed. You have no doubt seen the ads on Facebook or other websites, and I am, of course, talking about Ted's Woodworking. And like I said, to have access to such a vast array of plans for under 100 bucks seems like the best deal ever. Steve Ramsey of Woodworking for Mere Mortals posted several videos about this offer back in 2012. Other woodworkers, woodworking sites and forums and YouTube channels have also reviewed and researched and warned against Ted's Woodworking. But it has never gone away. And it seems to be flooding my Facebook feed now more than ever. Different website URLs, of course, but all leading to the same landing pages. So let me add my voice to the choir. I am going to link to Steve Ramsey's videos in the show notes since he goes into a lot more detail, but here is what you need to know Ted Woody McGrath if that's his real name, does not exist. (laughs) I know. Shocking, right? Really, he is not a real person. I mean, if he was, why wouldn't he promote his collections of plans himself? Why are there no pictures on the sales page of him in his workshop at his table saw? If he teaches woodworking, you might expect him to have a YouTube channel or At least a legit website where you can see him actually, I don't know, woodworking? After all, the silver-haired, bearded guy in the plaid shirt seems friendly and approachable enough, doesn't he? Uh, Unless he's really shy. And don't you think that if he was real, that he might have commented on Steve Ramsey's videos or anyone else's reviews for that matter to defend himself and his product? But the reality is, the picture of that silver-haired, bearded guy in the plaid shirt is a stock image that is, or at least was, available for anyone to purchase online. The list of his credentials is impressive. Master woodworker, trainer, author, member of AWI. Ooh, it does sound impressive. Now, Master Woodworker doesn't immediately throw up any red flags, except, well, 
there doesn't seem to be any official designation of Master Woodworker, unlike, say, Master Carpenter or Master Electrician. Yeah, small detail. Also, it doesn't mention where or how he earned that designation, the um, designation that doesn't exist, at least in the U.S. To be fair, it is a designation in other countries, such as Japan. So if he is officially a master woodworker, why does it not say where he earned that credential? Otherwise, it's just a generic title and completely meaningless. Now, what about Trainer? Okay, he does mention something about his students. So, is it safe to assume that he at least teaches woodworking courses? And if so, where? Community college? Which one? Community center? Who knows? And what of the claim that he is an author? Well, a quick search of Amazon does in fact bring up an ebook. But based on the reviews, it is little more than a gateway to the 16,000 Working Plans sales page. And the last time I checked, which was quite a while ago, to be honest, that ebook was under review at Amazon. Member of AWI. What is AWI? Is it referring to the Architectural Woodworking Institute? I suppose he could be a member of the AWI as long as he paid the $50 membership fee. You see, there was a time when I, myself, was a member of the Alpine Club of Canada. And while I may have hiked up a couple mountains in the Canadian Rockies back in the 1990s, I was, by no stretch of the imagination, a mountain climber. But of course, I could say that I was a member of the Alpine Club of Canada because I paid the membership fee. The address associated with Ted's woodworking has changed since Steve Ramsey produced his expose so many years ago. At that time, the address that was used simply did not exist. The address in the latest ads is now legitimate. Well, sort of. It's actually a virtual office, which in and of itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. I myself use a virtual address for my website for privacy reasons. But then again, I am not selling a product. But to be honest, Ted's virtual office doesn't really bother me all that much. Except for one small detail. No suite number. Clients of this virtual office are assigned suite numbers. So he's just using the address. Huh. I think I'm going to start giving my address as 20 West 34th Street, New York, New York. But that doesn't mean that I actually have an office in the Empire State Building. Okay, what about social media presence? Facebook? I found only a Ted McGrath community page. Twitter? There are a couple of Ted McGrath accounts, both with little or no interaction and only serving to link back to the sales page. LinkedIn? There is no shortage of Ted McGraths, but if you're looking for the silver-haired, bearded guy wearing the plaid shirt, he is either in Colorado or New York, and neither of those accounts has any connections. 
So the namesake and face of Ted's woodworking is, well, not. He is, for all intents and purposes, non-existent. But surely the plans exist, right? Well, it appears that they, in fact, do. But I am not going to give my hard-earned money to anyone to verify this for myself. I don't want anyone to profit off of the scam. Because here's the deal. According to people like Steve Ramsey and James Stumpy Nubs Hamilton, among others. Many of the plans are already available for free from other sites on the internet. You just have to look for them. And even though those plans are free, that doesn't mean they can be compiled or sold in other collections. That's a whole issue of licensing and whatnot. Many of the plans are not available for free. So that is outright theft. Many of the plans are from woodworking publications. Again, outright theft or plagiarism or whatever you want to call it. Here, let me photocopy a few pages from a magazine or a book and sell them to you. Then there's the whole question of false advertising. Are there really 16,000 plans? Has anyone actually counted them? According to Steve Ramsey, the total number of plans is far less than 16,000. And for this reason alone, ignoring everything else, but for this reason alone, this product should not be allowed to be promoted. According to the sales copy, each plan contains step-by-step instructions, cut lists, detailed schematics, views from every angle. Yeah, sure. All 16,000 of them. Right. And according to the sales copy, Ted's Woodworking solves the main problem old Woody found when he was looking for plans himself. Plans are not specific enough. They either lack a step or they lack descriptions or measurements. Instructions leave out vital information, assuming that you are experienced enough to fill in the blanks. Plans assume that you are a master craftsman with access to expensive tools and a large workshop. Directions are too complex for beginners and assume that you know a great deal about woodworking itself. So, hmm, one assumes that all 16,000 of these plans have been vetted for accuracy? (laughs) Like, not even building the darn things, but just examining the plans for looking for errors. How long would that take? 16,000 hours divided by 40-hour weeks would take more than seven years if you spent an hour on each plan. And that could be trimmed down to maybe a year if you, say, had a team of seven people working on this massive project. Either way, a huge undertaking. And that's assuming one hour per plan. Actually, testing the plans by building the projects would take hmm, a little bit longer than that. And that's a lot of wood and tight bond and screws. I mean, you get the point. Just curating and compiling the plans would take a ridiculous amount of time, even with the use of bots and scrapers on the internet. But remember, he said that most plans had these major problems. So, 
How many bad plans did he have to sift through before even finding the good ones? And how many projects were started and scrapped because the plan didn't make the um, cut for this collection? And nowhere does he ever say, my team of dedicated woodworkers and I. Ted McGrath is presented as a one-man show. And frankly, it's all BS. Yet, Ted's woodworking is still being offered. And you can sell it yourself if you want. All you have to do is join ClickBank. It's right there. Like I said, this thing has been all over my Facebook feed. Probably because I follow other woodworkers online. (laughs) Ain't targeted ads great? And even though the scam has been around for almost a decade now, I am sure there are some people out there who are still being sucked in by the promises. Why Ted's woodworking is allowed to continue is beyond me. But let's face it, ClickBank is getting their share from it, so they're not going to shut it down. And Facebook and Google and whatever other platforms out there that are making money from advertising and promotional posts, they're not going to be in a hurry to turn down advertising dollars either. And there are plenty of eager people who will sign up as affiliates in the hopes of getting rich on the internet. It ain't going away. In fact, as I was getting this episode ready, a new ad popped up on Facebook for Woodworking for Dummies. Not to be confused with the book series. And the face of this new offer is Jim Taylor, who seems to be just as elusive as Ted McGrath. Again, if you have been published, tell us in what magazines or give us the titles of the books. You know, picks or it didn't happen. There are so many legitimate makers out there selling their own plans or offering them for free. Let's do what we can to support them instead. And while we're on the topic of too good to be true or something don't smell right, have you heard this music? Last year, there were a number of ads on YouTube that used this particular piece of inspirational music. Now, what's funny is they used the same music and almost the same sales copy, even though they were for different products. One of the first times I heard this music was in an advertisement for a drone. It was made with high-quality parts. But the guys sold their company, and now the board of directors was cheaping out on quality to maximize profits. So they went out on their own and started over again. And now they can offer a quality drone for less because they don't spend money on advertising. Although they make this claim in a five-minute ad on YouTube. Another ad was about this inventor who developed a vacuum attachment with these multiple straws that could reach awkward places and pick up dirt and dust without picking up other objects like coins and so forth. And then there were these guys who worked for an air conditioning company. 
Now, similar to the drone guys, they saw that the company was only interested in making as much money as possible, so they struck out on their own and created a revolutionary new portable air conditioner. Again, making the same claim they could offer such a low price because they don't spend money on marketing. Yeah, gotta love ads that advertise the fact that they don't spend money on ads. Now, the interesting thing about the air conditioning guys, there was no information about them at all on the internet. I mean, a story such as this should have been covered by somebody somewhere. I mean, surely they would have been interviewed or maybe profiled on a business website somewhere. Nope. They seem to be every bit as elusive as our buddy Ted McGrath. I mean, not even. LinkedIn profiles. (laughs) Curious, ain't it? So what is the deal with this wonderful, magical, revolutionary personal air conditioner? Well, it's basically a mini swamp cooler. Just add water. Now, amazingly, humidifying the air is listed as one of the selling points. But, um... You don't want to add humidity when you're trying to cool a room or even a six-inch radius. Real air conditioners tend to dehumidify the air. But aside from that, according to this one ad, you could buy one of these things for $121 Canadian, which is supposedly half price. Or you could save 71% if you buy three for $213. I mean, why wouldn't you buy three? It's a great gift idea, no? Well, here's the dirty little secret. That mini air conditioner was selling for $20 each on Alibaba.com if you bought 108 of them. So, for an investment of $2,100, you would make over $7,600 if everyone buys three, a profit of $5,500. If everyone bought one and you managed to sell out, you would have grossed $13,000. Not too shabby even after you back out your original $2,100 investment. Now, of course, you could set your own price so your results may vary. And did you know that at Alibaba.com, you can also find an assortment of drones and also that vacuum attachment with the multiple straws. The latest viral marketing annoyance these days are these cool wooden animal puzzles where the puzzle pieces are also assorted animal shapes. But alas, the company selling them is closing out their collection, so they're offering a huge discount. Limited supply. Huge savings. Yeah. That's marketing 101. But wouldn't you know it? You can find these puzzles offered by several manufacturers on Alibaba.com. So what exactly is Alibaba? Alibaba is a marketplace that puts you in contact with various manufacturers in China of just about anything you can imagine. And if you order enough, 
you can usually get custom branding and packaging. It really is a great deal if you ever wanted to go into business selling cheap Chinese manufactured goods. Alibaba also has an affiliate program, which I assume means you can earn a commission on sales that you generate without having to actually purchase items yourself. Commissions range from 3 to 10%, according to their website. And look, I'm not here to criticize the Alibaba business model. Many of our manufactured goods come out of China. Maybe that'll change in the post-pandemic world, maybe not. But for now, if you want access to Chinese manufacturers in order to put out a product under your name and logo, Alibaba makes that very accessible. That personal air conditioner I was talking about, when I did some research on it, another personal air conditioner showed up in the same search results. And it was identical in every way except for the brand name, which is what kind of tipped me off and sent me to search for it on Alibaba in the first place. I used to work in a small factory that produced a common household fixture in various configurations and styles. And we would run, say, 250 of one particular model. Identical in every way. Nothing distinguishing them whatsoever. Except at the end of the line. 100 would go into boxes with Canadian Tire labels. And 150 would go into boxes with Sears labels. That was the only distinguishing characteristic. The packaging. That's it. And that's the way a lot of manufacturing works. The factory can have contacts with a number of competing brands or retailers. There may be some difference between brands, but the manufacturing process is the same. Anyway, I don't want to get too far into the weeds here. Getting back to the personal air conditioner. I can go and register my own name. Say, I don't know, how about Swamp Air? I mean, Arctic Air, Arctic Breeze, and more marketable names are probably already taken. Of course, I'm making these names up, although I strongly suspect that they might actually exist. So, here is my disclaimer. In no way am I intentionally representing any existing brands for this example. You know what? Let's play it safe. Let's call them Brand A and Brand B. And I will stick to Swamp Air for my brand because only a moron would choose that for a brand name. Brand A and Brand B personal air conditioners are produced at the same factory. Now, I can enter into a contract with that factory to produce my Swamp Air personal air conditioner. The only difference between us is that my logo is on my product and I have my own custom packaging because I placed a large enough order. (laughs) Pretty cool. No pun intended. Or was it? Now, I'm sitting in my basement doing all this. I'm not traveling to China, especially now. I'm not traveling to the factory and inspecting their quality control processes. I am trusting that they will produce a half-decent product for me. And that's the way the Alibaba model tends to work. It's win-win. More orders for the factory and the opportunity to go into business for myself. 
The point is, and I know it's taken me a while to get here, those slick video ads are peddling backstories that appear to be completely bogus. Now, I had to be careful here. I said appear to be. But when you search for the names of these inventors or innovators who strike out on their own because their board of directors of their company are cutting too many corners, when you search for those names, you would expect to see them come up on LinkedIn or other social media sites, or maybe a mention here or there somewhere in a business article, something. But that does not appear to be the case. Huh. Misleading advertising on the internet. Who knew? There is one other deceptive practice that I want to talk about here, and that is the seal of approval type of endorsement. And it works something like this. I create or otherwise have manufactured a product. Let's keep it simple. A hammer. And that hammer has the Thumb and Hammer logo on it, which I think would be brilliant marketing. The Thumb and Hammer Hammer. The official hammer of thumbandhammer.com. Well, that's all well and good, but there's nothing that really differentiates it from other hammers on the market. Maybe the handle's a different color. Maybe the grip is slightly different. But let's not get too hung up on details here, because between you and me, there is nothing special about the Thumb and Hammer brand hammer that differentiates it from any other dollar store hammer on the market. Except, I create this shiny new website touting all the advantages of this hammer. It can hit nails. It can pry nails. And here's the kicker. My hammer is the only one that is endorsed by the NICFM. Now you may ask, what is the NICFM? Thanks for asking. The NICFM is the National Institute of Custom Firewood Manufacturers. I'm a, I'm a woodworker. I make custom firewood. <laughs> Get it? <clears throat> but it sounds impressive, doesn't it? My hammer is endorsed by the NICFM, a national institute. It doesn't get much more prestigious than that, right? Except, you see, the NICFM <laughs> was created by me. Slick, eh? I mean, go ahead, try it for yourself. Create a product. And then create an institute or association that endorses that product. Most people aren't going to get muddled in the research. And if that hammer is good enough for the National Institute of Custom Firewood Manufacturers, it's good enough for me. Especially when Ted McGrath is an honorary member. And that will bring this episode to an end. I want to thank you once again for joining me. My website is thumbandhammer.com and you can find me on Twitter at thumbandhammer. I welcome all comments, questions, and suggestions. And any home improvement questions may be featured in future episodes. I will be back again soon. Until next time, cheers.